the same stuff. We always do, guys. We one, watch Twitches, okay? One thing you can always count on is that we will be consistent, okay? We'll have a random ass opening. It'll get kind of quiet. Then we'll say, hey, guys, and one of us will judge the other, and it's fine. That's but, how it goes. But we, but we watch Twitches. Twitches. Uh, this movie came out in 2005, and I remember because they did the Monstober on Disney Channel, and they played this crap over and over it was this in halloween town always and then twitches 2 would play and then halloween town 2 around halloween time it's because they all these movies take place on the day of halloween that's why i know and i'm not complaining about it i love it this movie is shorter than the proud family movie isn't that which wild? is shocking proud family was an hour 35 twitches is an hour 27 how long is twitches 2 i don't know i'm you not can probably scroll down <sighs> real quick and Fine. just check Twitches 2 is probably longer, would be my guess. An hour no. 24. It's, it's shorter. Three minutes shorter. Wild. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wubsy. Wubsy, wubsy, wow, wow. Crazy. Okay, I don't really have any kind of relevant story. Like, I could talk about how I once dressed up as a witch, but that was so long ago that I don't really have memories of that. I was like three. We could talk about the movie we watched last night. Sure, we can talk about that. Arian and I... Well, we were supposed to go to a Shrek rave, but there's a winter storm warning. So we didn't go. But we still wore our costumes. Yeah, we Ari, Ari got us little Shrek headbands, which are so cute. And I feel like I'm going to wear that anytime we watch Shrek now. Oh, absolutely. Just always going to put that on. And we were supposed to, we were looking into like maybe making like a Shrek themed cocktail, but all of them required too many ingredients that we didn't have. And I bought ingredients. I, okay. I shipped us some ingredients to make margaritas and they didn't get here. Until 10 o'clock. And it was time <laughs> for bed. <laughs> well, so, for you. Not well, for me. We, it wasn't even. But I we, didn't even. We stayed up till. I stayed up way later than. Yeah. But 10. We, we ended up. We're probably going to have them tonight. Yes. Um, But yeah, we ended up just having like the, our own little Shrek rave where we played Smash Mouth's All Star. And. Accidentally in love. Accidentally by Sounding Crows. <laughs> And what else did we play that was specifically Played, uh, holding a hero. out? Yeah, holding out for a hero. Um, what else did we play? Because we already had to listen to "I Believe." Well, what started what started the dance party was a song called "A Little Respect" by the band Erasure from 1988. And why were we listening to that, Melissa? Oh yeah, because in after we watched Shrek, we I had to. I had to buy Peacock because <laughs> I had been planning on doing this for a while. Yeah. But this kind of forced me to because we wanted to watch Shrek. Shrek was only available on Peacock Premium. I and said, yes, Fine, we own I'll... the DVDs, but who wants to get that out? <sighs> Absolutely not. And if I was already planning on, if I was already planning on getting Peacock, I might as well just do it now. Which honestly, this may be the best. I, I, I'm not trying to convince people to stream, get more streaming services because there's already a thousand. But Peacock has a lot of stuff that I did not know. They got a lot of cool documentary stuff that I am a fan yeah, of. I like I'm... true crime stuff, and I'm always trying to find new things. It seems Peacock and has And they have older TV shows in their entirety, pretty much. So yeah, I will say, I think it is worth the $9.99. Yeah, you can do it like if we're doing an ad. <laughs> you can get it for $4.99 <laughs> a month. I know, with, that's, it's like, this isn't ads. an ad, but like there is a lot of interesting stuff on there. And you can just watch it for free, too. Like, that's cool. You can, but you can only watch certain things. Like Some of them are 
exclusive. You cannot watch Shrek if you sign up for free. So, um, which is obviously very important to everybody who's listening. So while we were scrolling through that, we saw the movie Sick, which Ari and I love a good slasher. We love mm-hmm. a good Kevin Williamson work. So Listen. we were like, guess we better watch it. You know what's crazy is I didn't realize how much I loved Kevin Williams until Dawson's Creek. Like, because we watched Dawson's Creek and you found out that he wrote that and Scream. Like, I had loved Scream for a long time. And then I saw he was a creator, like, co-creator or creator of Vampire Diaries. And I was like, airy. Which I also loved. <laughs> so, like, I think Kevin Williams has always been a part of my life and will continue to be. But anyway. Williams or Williamson? It's Williamson. Did I not say Williamson? You're saying Williams, but it's fine. Kevy Will. So we watched that. It's like a nice short hour mm-hmm. and 20 minutes. It's not the long. The fact that that's short it nowadays. Is, though, that is, but that's like a nice rounded um, out, yeah. especially for a slasher thing. And this was just like one long chase scene of a movie. There mm-hmm. was no like breaks. It was just kind of like. Okay, I loved it. Yeah, I did too. It was nice because it. It's not one that's meant to be a franchise. It's kind of just like a one-off short mm-hmm. movie that you can watch. I was like, that's great. Yeah. Um. So we watched that, and that was fun. But there's a scene. So if you haven't watched Dawson's Creek, I 10 out of and 10 recommend it. Face. Melissa is wearing green today, and I wore green today at church. That's wild. Anyway, if you haven't watched Dawson's Creek, I highly recommend it. I feel like we've talked about this many times where we really <laughs> I don't think we have talked about how much we love Dawson's Creek. Um, <laughs> to be fair, this is a recent love. Like we did not but grow was, up watching the show. Yeah, it was a recent but fat it hit us fast. We did not grow up watching the show. Didn't even really know about. It. I think I vaguely heard about it. And people yeah. like people would describe it as kind of like a cheesy teen show. Which uh, to well, be fair, parts yeah. of it are. But, but we like, also didn't grow up watching like One Tree Hill or The OC. Right. Even though they were, we were more like Gilmore Girls and like and um, crime shows. Like I was into crime shows as a kid. So now, now it's time for us to have our. We're reverting. We're going backwards. (laughs) So Um, yeah, but if you haven't watched it, ten out of ten recommend, especially the Friday the Thirteenth episode in season one. Right, it's season one. Yes, it's season one. And there's this story that Cliff says in. That episode, Cliff is one of our favorite characters, Scott Foley. He's also in Scream 3. Um, but he tells the story of this woman with this snake and this baby. And in Sick, like one of the characters starts telling this story. And I looked at Melissa and I went, snake? And, and as soon as as soon as soon I said that, we both were like, oh, shit, no. It's like literally that story. He's legitimately telling the same story. <laughs> and I was like, just. Kevin just loved this story about this woman who stopped paying attention to her baby and then the snake crawls in it. Right. <laughs> and to be fair, like, uh, Kevin did not tell, did not write that episode, but he was probably still in the writer's room. Yeah. And, I yeah, I'd like to think that it's a small nod to. There's no to way Dawson's it's not. Creek. Well, the thing is, is that is actually a popular, like, ghost Old story. wives' tale. Yeah. It's like a popular fable type I of thing. I know, but. but it just, it's a Kevin Williamson connection yeah and i, I still just like feel like it, it has there. to because we had just watched that episode for january 13th i mm-hmm. was like hey you want to watch that friday the 13th episode and Ari's like yeah and then i love that part because cliff tells the story and everyone's like you took it too far man yeah <laughs> it, cliff is very much like me i'm realizing where like i love him so he much he crosses the line and then people go really and then 
he regrets it immediately. He like feels bad. He's like, like oh, I'm sorry. I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. anyway, so what is the uh, one sentence pitch for this area? This is a very short sentence. <clears throat> and this is why I sang the reunited thing. One sentence pitch for Twitches. Reunited twin girls discover they have magical powers. Great. That's eight words. You're right. That is a short sentence pitch. But I guess it gets the point across, right? I mean, it does. There's a lot more to it, but. <laughs> well, we've spent enough time talking. We should get into the movie. And let's dive into that more. I'm sorry. Yes, I hate myself. Let's. I remember this movie a lot growing up. I do, too. This was a fairly popular one on Disney Channel. But it was also like. It was like they kind of. Was Sister Sister on Nickelodeon or Disney? Neither. I believe it was on ABC, which okay. then did become Disney. Disney. So I think affiliated. it. Yeah, I think it is affiliated with Disney, but they weren't technically on Disney Channel. Okay. So this was kind of, was this their first appearance on Disney? I think so, maybe. I don't know. I feel like by 2005, Sister Sister was airing on Disney Channel. Okay. I, but I can't say that for sure. Either way, we start off this movie with two twin baby girls that are in a castle. And we have these two people take the baby and they split up. Babies. One, take the babies and they split up. Each one takes one of the babies and <laughs> runs away. Really? Yeah. One person takes... <laughs> one person takes both of them and the other one just runs away screaming their head off. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Shut up. So each girl has a little charm locket thing with them. It's a necklace. Well, it's still a with charm. With a pendant. <sighs> Fine. Each baby has a necklace with a pendant. One has a crescent moon. One has a sun star. <laughs> the sun is a star. It's still shaped like a star more but than a sun, though. Why are you so confused? It's right in front of your face. So anyway, these two people take the two babies <laughs> into an alternate dimension, a.k.a. our dimension. Earth one. Earth numero uno. And they're Artemis and Apollo are the baby's names. <clears throat> but we know them as Alex and Cameron. Thank you. I was going to say Carter. And they each take them to a, a hospital where they end up getting adopted. These girls were born on Halloween also. Isn't that iconic? But we see that these people are, like, running from this, like, black and red mist-type-looking thing. Yes. Which we find out later is called the darkness. Yes. And that's kind of the main villain of the whole movie. Right. Not kind of. It is the they main do, villain. Yeah, they do this to protect the babies from getting eaten up by the darkness. And so. we also find out that the, the two babies, their dad basically gave them all of his power. And sacrificed himself to save them. Right. So now we cut to 21 years later and... Is it 21? Yeah. It's their 21st birthday on Halloween. And we have uh, Cameron, who is living in like a really giant house. Her family's wealthy mm -hmm. and um, she's talking with her parents about her birthday plans. She wants to have like a big Halloween masquerade for her 21st birthday, which sounds like a lot of fun, actually. It does, but also there's like a lot of work. <clears throat> and also, I think, are they the oldest so far, like, protagonists? Yeah. 
I think so. Like 21? <clears throat> yeah. I think so. Other than if you want to count horse sense with Joey Lawrence, he would have been well, around guess, that age. I too. guess you can count. We could probably say you lucky dog because he's probably older than 21. Oh, right. But we don't have to talk about that movie. No, that movie didn't happen, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Cameron <laughs> is a very talented artist and yes. she's got all these drawings all over her room. One is a drawing of what looks like to be her, but she has a necklace with a moon crescent on it. And a mole on her shoulder instead of her face. Right. And um, her, her dad p- says, is this like a self-portrait? And she goes, I don't know. It looks like me, but it doesn't feel like me. Right. Then we cut to Alex sleeping on the couch. She's asleep with her man pen and her mole on her shoulder. <laughs> In the same exact position as the... Picture that's Isn't drawn. that insane? Twin telepathy. So then we see Alex is living. Well, she's she has her mom, but she's currently crashing on the couch of a friend, Lucinda. And I believe Lucinda, is this little girl her younger sister that she's yeah. taking care of? Okay. She's taking it's care her, of her younger sister. It's her sister. little sister and her grandma, I want to say. Right. All live together. Right. Um... And the little girl, you know, she's bothering Alex about Halloween. And she's like, happy birthday, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And she's so excited to trick-or-treat. And she's dressed up as a witch, right? Yeah, but like a like a gross witch. Yeah, like a goblin witch. Um, Not a cute witch. And then we see Cameron is... <laughs> Not a sandwich. <laughs> You're so stupid. Not, not a any old, not any old witch, not a sandwich or a Burger King croissant witch. Or a witch's <laughs> witch, just a witch, witch, witch. Oh, I see. <laughs> Cameron is uh, practicing tennis with her dad because ca- let's also clarify: Alex grew up less rich, right? Than Cameron. she didn't have a lot. Cameron grew up and is very. With a huge tennis court, I've got to say. It looks like they're at a country club, but I think that's just their backyard. And the dad is played by the guy in New York Minute who does the dog's hair. In the the salon. In the beauty salon. (laughs) Which, once you know that, it is very hard to see him in this role. And we looked it up because we were like, the mom also looks familiar. And she was in in a lot of, um, like, crime shows. So, like, one-off episodes. Which was also in... She was also in Once Upon a Time, which the dad was also in. Oh, which yeah, that's funny. right. Um, so they're talking about, I, I think they're still talking about her birthday, right? Yeah. Of just like setting stuff up for her birthday and like what all they have to do for the day. You know, my 21st birthday was ruined because of COVID. Wasn't really ruined, though? No, I think we had an outdoor gathering. You had people drive by the house to say hi to you. That's nice. That's true. My birthday wasn't ruined. Thanks, COVID. People came out in droves. They made a little parade for me. They did. They made a little parade for you. You should be so lucky. You're right. I should count my blessings. That's you what my church should. was about. Then Alex and Cameron are going around for the day. Alex gets on the bus and we Cameron see... Cameron drives her Bugatti. <laughs> I don't know what kind of car she has. We see, what are the two people's names? The uh, and boob. Beeb and Boob. <laughs> sure. Okay, we'll I, call them that. I don't know their actual names. It's like Ileana is the blonde girl's name. And Dirk? <laughs> I 
that's what we're calling him now, Dirk. So Dirk is one of the guys that took one of the <laughs> twins to the hospital. Ileana's the other one. They're both they're both eccentric. I really don't know how they fit into the story. Are they magical? They're from they basically fled. I think they dropped the kids off <laughs> and fled from the darkness. And fled from the darkness, but they've just been like hanging out around and like keeping their eye on them because they're waiting for their 21st birthday. Yeah, because of the prophecy or whatever the hell. Yeah. So Dirk uh, spots Alex and he's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's happening. Pretty soon she's going to come across Cameron. Cameron is in her nice car with her friend. And um, their plan is to go shopping for an outfit for the party. Yes. And uh, Alex's plan is to find a job. Yes. So they both end up at the same clothing store. And this is exactly how they meet in Sister Sister as well. At a shop. (laughs) At a clothing store. (laughs) So she's trying, uh, sorry, Cameron is trying on clothes. (laughs) Yeah, you got to specify that. Alex walks into the store and is applying for a job. And at first the lady at the store is like, I'm sorry, we're not hiring. And then somehow she convinces her by going, I am a good salesperson. Like she says, I love your shoes. And then. That would convince me. I guess that gets her the job. So. You so got then the job. Cameron and Alex come across each other and are like, uh, who the hell are you? And why do you look like me? But you don't it's look very, like me, but you do. It's very, it takes two sister, sister vibes. Yes. Then, um, as they meet, Dirk and Ileana are like, yay, they met. This is finally going to happen. Um, we can finally defeat the darkness because the whole plan is that once these sisters meet, their powers kind of activate on their 21st birthday and they have the power to defeat Holy the Spirit darkness. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy <laughs> Spirit, activate. Um, I'm going to look up what Dirk's real name is. Okay. We cut to their birth mother, who is still in the land called Coventry, which is the universe where the Twitches were born. And her necklace is the moon and the sun pendant together, and they both light up. Karsh. His name is Karsh. Dirk is better. I like Dirk better. We're going with Dirk. I don't care. (laughs) His name is Dirk Karsh. (laughs) And she's like, my daughters are together. And she starts crying. (laughs) Then she goes and talks to um, Thantos, who is her, was her brother-in-law and is now her husband. So was her... (sighs) And if the name is any indication, get rid of the T, you know, <laughs> he's a villain. He's yeah. also a, a more well-known actor. Like, I'm pretty sure he's been in, um, I know he's been in Psych, but I'm pretty sure he's been in other Disney Channel movies where he's been the villain as well. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of can guess. Yeah. And... It gets to a point where if you know the actor, yeah, he's probably evil. That's true. And the mom is saying, the girls are together, it's going to happen, we're... We're finally going to let the prophecy... And Thantos is like, oh, shit, hell yeah, let's do this. Yeah, we'll let the prophecy be fulfilled. He's pretending to be happy about it. Then Cameron and Alex are talking, and I've got to make a note that the outfits in this movie are by far probably the The best... The most 2000s? Yeah, they're the best mile marker for 2000s fashion. Alex is wearing baggy jeans with some holes in them, but the jeans cuff over her heel... Oh my gosh, they cuff over her heel and she's got like a long shirt, almost like a dress, over the jeans. 
And then she also has like that really long headband. Yeah, where it's almost like a bandana look. Yeah. Then we have Cameron who is wearing well, originally she was wearing um like a ruffled pink skirt, mm-hmm. which was also very much sold in like Justice and Claire's anywhere you could find it. And and then she had um a sequined what are those called? It's it like goes over as if it's a jacket, but it's just short sleeved. I feel like there's a specific name for it, but she's wearing that over her dress. And again, it's so early 2000s that I almost I almost lost it. I was like, I think I had several of those outfits in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't look as cute in them. No, yeah, they, they look cute. I looked like trash. But just the amount of sequins and glitter going on, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, Cameron is so excited about them being sisters and she's like i've always wanted a sister sister alex is not as excited because she has problems trusting people and she's not so sure how this is going to work out kind of like you sure yeah it's like me but alex still gets in the car with cameron anyway because they kind of want to figure out what's going on with them um there's a question if you had a twin sister like if a just a random girl came out to you looked exactly like you would you want to know them i think i would yeah I think so, too. I think curiosity would get the better of whatever your trust issues are. Yeah. She'd be like, I still want to kind of get to know you. Yeah. So she gets in the car with Cameron, and they're discussing things. I think at one point, you know, they put their hands over each other. And, um, like, the mannequin's clothes fall off? Right. Listen, it's a movie. I don't know. But they realize that they have this some type of magical power together. So... They do it again in the car to kind of, like, mess with the car and see what happens. And it ends up making, like, the windshield wipers go off Mm -hmm. and the fluid for the... (laughs) What? You can't pause after saying fluid. (sighs) Whatever. And the windshield wiper fluid is spraying everywhere. And then the radio's going crazy. Then, do they go to the coffee shop after this or they go to, like, a restaurant? Is it the coffee shop or the... No, they go to her house. All right. So then they go to her house. They go to Cameron's house. And she shows her her room with all her drawings. And they see the drawing of their mother. But they Mm -hmm. don't know who that is. Oh, they're talking about basically Cameron has like psychic visions. Yes. And when they're looking at one of the drawings of Alex with her pendant, her moon pendant, she's like, how did you know about this? And Cameron says, I saw it in a book once. So she goes to her closet and she's rummaging through to try and figure out which book it was. Yeah. So they're now in Coventry. Yeah, the way they walk through this door and now they're in a new dimension. And they come across Ileana, who explains to them, you know, this was always meant to happen. You two together, you can defeat this evil darkness. And that's why you were given away when you were babies. And it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to process for them. And they go back out the door because... Um, they're like, well, we've got to figure out our magic thing then. So when they search through the books, you know, they... I will say that oh. they do kind of just freely accept this as reality now. Like, they open this door to this alternate dimension, and they're told about this darkness that could kill them, and they just accept the fact that they need to go home and harness their powers. I tell you this much. If this happened to me, I would not. <laughs> Alex accepts it. Cameron is saying, you can't tell me you actually think this is true. And Alex is like, you know what? I'm out of here this is pointless. And they kind of get into a little bit of an argument, but Cameron is like begging her not to leave. 
She's saying, don't walk away from me. And then Alex says, okay, fine. We'll stay together and we'll talk this out some more. Then the darkness comes through that door and starts to burn the house. But it's only burning specific things. It burns, like, some of the decorations, like flowers and stuff. And it's burning her pictures that, that she's drawn. And then we get another shot of the uncle and the mom. Is it her step-uncle? Yeah. I, step <laughs> it's their dad, uncle, their but their step-dad. uncle And um, she's talking about how sad she is that she can't see her kids still. And she wishes she could. And the uncle's like, someday you will. It will be soon. Cameron goes over to Alex, um, which is technically Lucinda's little house slash apartment. Is it an apartment? It looks more like an apartment. And she sees where Alex has been living. And they talk about, you know, how her mother died. And that's why she's crashing at Lucinda's. Because she doesn't really have an other family to go to. Yeah. Ileana and Dirk are worried about the progress of what's happening. They're worried that this, the Twitches are not going to participate in this and they're all doomed. So they try to like spy on the, the sisters. And Ileana's like, I know what I'll do. I'll just go through their house. Um, you'll Dirk will go to Cameron's house and Ileana will go to Alex's Dirk apartment. Cameron. Dirk Cameron. <laughs> and we'll just, you know, spy on them and figure out where they are and tell them, this is real. Please do not, you know, turn your back on this. Then Alex and Cameron decide to leave. And the second they leave, Ileana walks through the wall. So she misses them. That's when they go to the coffee shop where Lucinda is. And does she work there? Yes. Yes. So Lucinda works there. She's meeting Cameron. Um, Cameron's she's a, little, a little jealous. Yeah. And Cameron's a little too bubbly for Lucinda's liking. And like you said, she's a bit jealous. And then Alex and her start practicing their powers together. So they start off by turning, making the glass cup disappear. And then it disappears. Alex says she, as a kid, had written spells in her book, but she just made them up. They, there wasn't anything special to them. Yeah. And so then they start testing it out of just making up spells together, where if they think the same thing and point their fingers at something, it'll happen. So they do that by making, like, a soda explode on a guy who is really annoying. And he's, like, pissed off now. And they realize that they do have magical powers and that they could possibly do this together. And then Dirk and Ileana are also there. <laughs> I really don't get the point of them, do you? No. Other than, I guess they're supposed to be, like, they're guardian angels. Hi, I'm Trudy. And my name is Joseph Dredi, but you can just call me Dredi. And you're listening to KVC, HSNBC, FDT. Why am I struggling with that so hard recently? I don't know. Are you still somewhat drunk? No, no, no. QVC, HSNBC, QVC, HSNBC, AF, forget it. QVC, NBC, HSN? No. QVC, and you're listening... To QVC, HSN, NBC, ABC, DEFG. Lord have mercy on my soul. You're um, really having a rough time. I really am. Um, Trudy, product? Yes? No? Maybe yeah, so? Yeah, yeah, I got a product. Product. You got a problem? Yeah, I got a problem with this gotta... product. Oh, you have a problem with the product? Or yeah. you have a problem that the product will solve? No. And yes. The product is called Potpourri. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's the phonetic. Th- never mind. It's... Popery. 
I don't know why it's it must there be French. There is a tea in there. Maybe it's French. Could be. Well, it's a bunch of dried up fruit and flowers and shit. Cinnamon sticks and whatever the fuck else that you put in there. You put it in a little baggie or a little glass jar. And you set it around the house to make things smell good. It's kind of like an air car freshener. You know what I'm talking about? That you hang from your windshield. Or you you hang from your mirror. What do you hang it from? You hang it from your, your the top of your mountaintops on your, on your car. You know what I'm talking about? What are you talking about? It's like a car air freshener. You know those things? Yes. Yeah, it's like that. But it's for your house. Or your bathroom. So it doesn't smell like shit, you know? So you're saying I just leave... So it's like a candle. Yeah, but you don't burn it. You just let it sit there. You don't burn it. You just let it sit there. So it's like incense. Yeah, again, you don't burn it. You just let it sit there. If you burn it, you'll cause a house fire. It's basically like so, wooden chips. So it's like when I make food. Yeah, you can put dried food in there, I guess. No, no, it's like when I make food and it smells, the whole house smells. Yeah, but I don't know if potpourri uh, is going to fix that. Potpourri. The smell of, like, bacon cooking, that might be too strong for the potpourri to save, you know? Oh. This is like, uh, strictly just, I want to make this place smell a little nicer. What is, why is Judy texting you? Judy's texting me? Yes, why is Judy texting you right now? What, are you jealous? Yes, considering that I'm related to her. Nothing, I'll explain it later. We don't have to talk about it right now. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, potpourri. Uh, potpourri. Potpourri. Uh, so you don't... I mean, technically... So it takes longer to fill the air with smell. Right, I feel like so why it's pretty useless. You, just you should just use, use like a, a candle. candle. Or an air freshener. Uh, maybe it's They got too those Febreze things. You just plug it into the wall and it'll work. Maybe it's too hot for that. Or too cold. You know, you could... I don't think it's I, ever too cold for a candle. I bet you could put that thing um, on Back a string and wear it... So help me. No, you could put that thing on a string and make it a necklace. A candle? Yeah. No! A potpourri. You could put it in a little tiny bag and make it a necklace. Like a ziplock? What if you what if you drilled holes into each little flower petal or dried wood chip, whatever the fuck is in that thing, of the dried pomegranate seeds? You drilled little holes, you made a necklace out of the whole thing, then your neck constantly smells like a fucking bathroom. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, I don't really like the smell of poop covered up by poop. I didn't say it would be poop. It would be a neck. But you'd smell like a freshener. It but wouldn't you can be wear like perfume. perfume. I know, but it wouldn't be like perfume. You'd have a very distinct smell, unlike all the other girls. Don't you want that, Jody? This isn't making sense. I think it makes perfect sense. What is your problem? Because you can just get a candle or... You're saying there's no point to this product? Well, you can take it up with Brenda, okay? Okay. It's and being sold on our website whether you want it or not. How much does it cost? It costs 8 Hundred dollars per pomegranate seed. But what if there's not a pomegranate seed in the one that you buy? Then it's free. We're only selling the pomegranate seeds. Oh. I guess that would be considered a defective potpourri. Potpourri. 
Okay. Well. Right? I, oh, okay. You can also buy little bags. Uh, I think that's an additional accessory. That's like $800 million. Are they like little zip bags or are they... Um, they're like little drawstring bags. Okay, so they're like the kind but that Jordan Almonds come in when you go to a wedding party. Sure, favorite. sure. And they've got like mesh. Like a mesh. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me, you got me. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck the point of it is. I'm just reading the sheet. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I, wa- I didn't go to sales school. I don't know how to sell anything. Neither did I, but somehow we got this job. Yeah, I don't know. Well. Great. I think that's uh, that's fantastic. The most so take the potpourri, shove it up your ass. I don't care what you do with <laughs> it. You could shove it down someone's throat, really. I think that would be interesting. Maybe choking on the seeds and shit. I was uh. just trying to end it before we got crazy. and well, I was like, oh, it's concise this time. Don't try to censor me, Trudy. How dare you? I'm trying to censor you. I'm trying to keep the reins in you. All of a sudden, you put it oh, up your suddenly, mouth. Oh, suddenly, are you a fucking horseman? You're trying to keep the reins? What am I, yet, pet? Oh, all of a sudden, you just decided, okay, let's talk about putting it in your butt and shoving well, it not? down your throat. I think that would be interesting. If it's supposed to be for sense, then I don't understand why you would put it in a butt or shove it down a throat at all. You don't? I mean, sometimes you can have really bad breath. Okay, but then you use mouthwash. I don't think you need potpourri for it. I'm just saying, you could try it and see what happens. Maybe you choke on it, maybe you won't. You won't know unless you try. If at first you don't succeed, try it until you kill. We're back to the Ramble Room. Back, back to life. Back, back to, to the Twitches Ramble Room. Too. No, this is just Twitches, not Twitches too. Oh, uh, when are we watching the sequel? I don't know when it comes up. Okay. You know what we have next week? High School Musical. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. The fact that we did that perfectly at the same time is quite impressive. It's really not that shocking, considering you and I do that all the time, but okay. But this <laughs> is the first time we like... caught it on camera. <laughs> er, it's not camera. Recording. <laughs> you caught it on Audible? <laughs> Wait, what is this called? Audacity? We caught it on the Roadcaster Pro. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, we use a Roadcaster Pro and Rode microphones to record this podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Not an ad. <laughs> so, Alex and Cameron, they leave the coffee shop. They go back to, I Life. think it's Alex's apartment slash house. If it's an apartment, it's a big apartment because there is an upstairs level, um, which is where the younger sister and the Lucinda sleep. But they get into the house, and then all of a sudden, the darkness comes in. And it's coming after them. They're running around the house tr- trying to get away from the darkness. They are freaking out. Cameron is screaming. Alex and her are running. And they open the door and it again transports them to Coventry. And they escape. Ileana and Dirk are there. And they're saying, we told you that this was going to happen. And Cameron says, that's not what was supposed to happen. This was supposed to be fun. And now I'm our lives are in danger. And she's, like, so upset. She thought this was going to be a fun thing for her and her sister to bond over are these magical powers. 
And now they're realizing the good old Spider-Man lesson of with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. And Cameron is not having any of it. She is crying, and then she's like, I'm out of here. And she leaves the door and goes back to the world. Dirk and Ileana are like, no, no, please stay. You have to help defeat the darkness. It's going to kill all of us over here. And then Alex also leaves. Very Halloween town. Yeah. Alex and her kind of get into an argument. Cameron says, I just want to go home, and I want to go to my party and have fun and not worry about this. And Alex is like, whatever. Um, so she goes back home. She's talking to her dad and mom and she gets ready for the party. Alex is at home brooding. (laughs) She's like, got a bad feeling about what's going to happen. And then we're at the party. I didn't mention this before, but the house that Cameron lives in is the same house that Regina George lives in. Like the exterior shot of the house is the same. So she has this big Halloween masquerade. Everyone is partying. Ileana's there for some reason. <laughs> I guess she's yeah. I guess she's there to still watch over. And then someone's watching over me. <laughs> Cameron's talking to her friend, um, and it's like Cameron is trying to have a good time, but I feel like she still can't get her mind off of what's going on. Like, she's trying to fool herself into thinking that she's going to feel good about her decision of turning her back on defeating the darkness, but she doesn't. Um, then she, uh, then Alex is celebrating her birthday. Lucinda made her a little cake. And then she's talking to Lucinda and says, you know, I thought I could finally found someone that I could trust. Like my sister, I thought that she wouldn't leave me and she turned her back on me too. And Lucinda says, well, that kind of hurts considering I'm your best friend and have been there for you this whole time. I just made you a cake. (laughs) I just made you a cake. She goes, oh, she goes, she gets mad. Lucinda. I'm like, I think Lucinda has every right to be upset at her, at her comments. Yeah. And then Alex gets upset and runs to her room and slams her door. To Lucinda's room, not her own. Oh, right. Because she sleeps on the couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so th- she's in the room and she's trying to figure out how to get to Coventry. And she's thinking, like, I can do it myself. So she tries to do what she did in Cameron's room. And she opens the door and Lucinda is standing there. And she's like, yeah, if I'm going to be, if I'm not going to a party, I'd re- like to be in my own room. So she goes into her room and then... Alex goes into the bathroom and tries it again and then leaves and goes to country. <sighs> goes Coventry. to Coventry. It works. And then Lucinda sometime later goes back to the door and is like, hey, I'm sorry. Do you want to try and go to the party? Let's just have fun. It's fine. It's your birthday. And she opens the door and Alex is not there. And then Lucinda gets mad again, thinking that she abandoned her. And then Alex, when she's in Coventry, finally meets her mother and they hug and cry and they're talking about what needs to be done. And I think the mom is saying, like, you need your sister. You need Cameron to get through this. And she's explained to her, but she doesn't want to. She's scared and doesn't want to have to deal with it. Um, and then the scene, like you were talking about, Lucinda goes to the door and finds Alex missing. And then the mom says, you need to go back and get your sister. Right? Because yeah. then we're at Cameron's party. The darkness has, like, infiltrated even more into the world that Cameron is in currently. And she realizes she has a responsibility 
And she's like, I'm going, but I won't be gone for long. And the friend's like, where are you going? And she won't say. <laughs> and then her mom's like, I got to go figure out what's going on. Um, and there's this weird background scene of her talking to the friend, but you can't hear what's going on. And it's just the dad standing there awkwardly. <laughs> um, then Cameron's mom goes and talks to her, tells her, you have a responsibility. And... Um, if you have the ability to do this and help save the world, then you have to go do it. So Cameron's crying again. and um, There's a lot of crying in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of crying. Then you see the uncle, who's Thantos. with Alex. Thantos. Yeah, Thantos. And he's with the mom and Alex. I don't know what happens here. Do you? Oh. No. All right. Lucinda goes to the party to find Alex, though. She goes to find Alex. And finds Cameron. And Cameron says, where is Alex? Then we see the darkness has now gotten into Cameron's house again. And things start blowing up. And then Ileana is telling Cameron, the darkness is here. And Dirk's like, huh? (laughs) Dirk. (laughs) And then they go through the door to get to Coventry. No? Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Cameron, I think, brings with her a drawing that she did of the darkness um, before she even knew the darkness was a thing. And this picture is basically this this face of a man. And she shows it to the mom or the sister. And they're both like, oh, my gosh, that's Thantos. Right. And then later the mom confronts Thantos and she's like, if you didn't know about the girls, then how come... She drew a picture of your face. Yeah. In the she, darkness. If, if she, she never, never knew you it. before. Yeah. If they had never seen you before, why does she have a picture of a memory of that? Yeah. And he's like, uh, I've been caught. Um, 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 I'm the darkness. So they tie him up. They tie him up with like glittery fabric, which does not look stable. They tie him up with their powers. Too. Sure. <laughs> and then he turns into. The smoke. The smoke. <laughs> you don't want to catch this smoke. And the sisters are holding hands together. And this reminds me very much of... Halloween Town? No, the miniseries Tin Man, which we should definitely review at some point. Oh, Because I love it. That's right. I cried at the end of this. Yeah, Ariana cried at the end of this movie. Because it's similar to Tin Man. It's very much about two sisters who have magical powers who have to reunite and work together to defeat this evil being. It's about sisterly love, and I love my sisters. So I cried. I didn't. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. You did when we watched it. No, I was just surprised to turn my head over and see you were crying. That's all. I was surprised (laughs) as well. So they're holding hands and they're talking about all the people they love. And they're like, Lucinda and Ileana and Dirk, which I don't know what they have to do with it. They just met them. Although technically they also just met each other. I don't care that his name is Karsh. They're like, and mom and dad. And then Cameron says, my sister. And they're looking at each other and they're crying together. And that's when I started to cry. And then they defeat the darkness with their love for each other. And the darkness, you know, blows up. (laughs) Classic. And Coventry's curse has been lifted. And everything is like uh, the end of Lion King. When (laughs) it goes from dark hyena land. To like this bright, beautiful. To dark lion land. <laughs> yeah. To this bright, beautiful 
grass is growing again and the sun is shining. And then the mom is so happy, but the girls, I mean, do the girls just go back home, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, see ya, mom. <laughs> well, have fun in the to kingdom. be fair, they don't know that kingdom. I think I they do come back and they like go back and forth. Though. They probably do. I mean, if they have the ability to, why not? But it's like visiting their mom. Yeah, Ileana and Dirk are still in their world. They don't go back to Coventry, even though they said, this is our land. You have to help us save our land. Why wouldn't they go back to Coventry? I don't know either. Just 21 years of being in an alternate dimension and just be so used to it. I don't know. Yeah. Then um, Cameron and Alex are back at Cameron's house. They're by the pool outside. Sitting together on a little bench. Laughing and giggling about life. And they both do their thing that they keep doing in the movie where they go, go Twitches, go Twitches. Because they're twin witches. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. We didn't explain them coming up with the Twitches Twitches. name, but they were like, we're twin witches. And they both said Twitches. Twitches, I've been thinking about it all day. And she's like, me too. And that's how they become BFFs. And uh, that's the end of the movie. And then the credits are s- s- screenshots from the entire movie. But that's a lot of Disney Channel mm-hmm. movies end that way. Yes. What's your moral of the story? Mine is, with your sister's love, you can get through anything. <laughs> Why did you sound like the guy who announces what the next Disney Channel movie is? I was just going to that is who I sounded like. Now on Disney Channel, Minutemen will be <laughs> Xenon the sequel will be next. Get your cameras. <laughs> it's Hannah Montana the movie. Also, you should always host a Halloween masquerade birthday party if your birthday's on Halloween. Sounds awesome. What's your moral of the story? Um... Probably don't marry your brother-in-law <laughs> your when your husband dies. Yeah, you can't always trust it, especially in the royal families. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't I? <laughs> I live in one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess the the main moral of the st- I don't really know that there's a moral, but like the theme of the m- movie is sister love. Yeah, which is like a great thing i would like to see more brotherly love though i feel like we have frozen we've got twitches we got twitches too we've got frozen too true (laughs) trying to think of more sisterly you're not wrong that's true Uh, hocus pocus is even sisterly love zathura is a great brotherly love movie very true i would argue very true great movie i think just sibling love in general is kind of underrated i do too in movies it's mainly like oh we're falling in love well okay Right. I have a built-in best friend that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that can be. I agree. I I like. I like when movies highlight that, but I think there needs to be more. Sure. Awesome. And that's it. And that was Twitches. Join us next week for High, High School, School Musical, Musical and Cowbells. Oh, oh we forgot to mention that snap. in this movie, in this movie, the song Rush by Ally and AJ plays. I forgot how good that fucking song is. It's pretty good. They also, on that same album, is the song No One, which is- <gasps> From Ice Princess. Yes, from Ice Princess. And we're gonna, whenever we get to Minutemen, which will be pretty soon, I think. Like a roller coaster. Yeah, they do Like Whoa on that 
one. Whoa, whoa. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, ow. I just stabbed my nose. Bye. Can you feel it? Can you feel it?